Welcome back to Making a Mess. I'm Messenger Publisher Kristen Traub, and my co-host today, as always, is Messenger Editor Richard Green. And we have our guest today for episode number 29 is Decatur Police Chief Delvin Campbell. He is the new police chief following Rex Hoskins, who was the chief here for almost 40 years. So can you imagine Richard having to take over for somebody after 40 years? It was tough enough after like half a decade following you. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, well, we've known um, for a while now that Delvin was going to be the police chief, but this was the first time that we had got to really visit with him in depth um, a little bit about um, his plans for the department and some of the initiatives that he plans to continue and, and a few that, that he hopes to put into place. Yeah, it was really interesting talking with him, especially about the growth in the community and the mm -hmm. growth in the department. And he mentioned that some of the crime rates in the town are up. Yeah. I think he needs, sounds like they have some plans to try to look at those stats and figure out the best way to approach those. Uh, mm -hmm. One thing that's been real impressive with uh, Delvin and something we, we know just from talking with him in the past, uh, before he became chief, or his uh, real focus on community policing, which, mm -hmm. you know, we're pretty fortunate here in the county and within two of the bigger departments, you know, they've done such a good job with yeah. that. And that's a major focus, you know, especially moving forward. Yeah, it really has been, uh, um, has been their focus. And, and I think they've both done an admirable job. I think both uh, in Bridgeport and Decatur, their departments, some of those things have been put on hold due to COVID, mm -hmm. like so many other things, you know, in our community. But I look forward to um, Delvin's plans and seeing how those unfold the next few years. And um, we, we hope that you guys enjoy this episode. He does make a point to say that if you all ever have questions, suggestions, or concerns, to be sure and reach out to them. And um, he's always been great to work with for us, so I know he means that, so don't hesitate to, to do so. But um, before we jump into the interview, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Raymond Wood with James Wood Motors. We've been selling new cars since 1978, but long before that, we were selling quality, affordable, pre-owned vehicles. We have a huge selection of cars and trucks and SUVs, including heavy-duty trucks. With hundreds of pre-owned vehicles, we are sure to meet your vehicle's needs and budget. Shop our huge selection of pre-owned vehicles at jameswoodmotors.com today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Making a Mess. I'm Messenger Publisher Kristen Tribe, and I have with me today our editor, Richard Green, and Police Chief, Decatur Police Chief, Delvin Campbell. This is episode number 29, and we thought it was um, timely to talk to Chief Campbell as he has just recently, at the first of the year, taken over that head position at Decatur PD. And uh, thanks for joining us today. We're glad to have you. Glad to be here. I love it. Thank you. Well, to get started, I know a lot of people know you. You've been with the department for a long time. But um, for those who don't, can you tell us a little bit about when and how you ended up here in Decatur? Yeah, certainly. So I'd gone off to uh, college right after high school. Um, my original goal, uh, I always wanted to be a game warden. So that was my original plans, uh -huh. um, was to uh, get a degree in wildlife management and play baseball. 
Oh, wow. And uh, so I went to college, and uh, obviously the baseball thing didn't quite play out. And then um, I was doing some other things, and I had a buddy who worked at the jail up here. Uh-huh. And he said, hey, you know, why don't you come up and uh, maybe get a job up here? And so I ended up going, uh, met with uh, the jail staff, and got a job as a jailer. Mm-hmm. And then I did some ride-outs with some other guys. There was a uh, few officers that I knew um, that worked at the sheriff's department at the time mm-hmm. as deputies, and I got to riding with them, and I was like, man, that's just really fun. Yeah. Uh, they always say if you if you do a ride out or two, you'll get hooked. <laughs> if it's something you're really interested in, you're going to get hooked. Yeah. On it. And that was pretty much for me. I got hooked on it, and decided um, also after speaking with some of the other um, individuals I knew that were game wardens. Mm-hmm. Um, they stay quite busy during the hunting season and other times. Yeah. And so it takes away from your ability to go out and do those things that I enjoyed in the wildlife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know what? Let's just go this route. Yeah. And then after a short time of being at the uh, sheriff's department, um, putting myself through, I worked the uh, night shift and I also went to a part-time academy mm-hmm. at night. And got done with that. Uh, sheriff at the time was Phil. Um, oh, yeah. And they were going through a transition over to David Walker Uh and they allowed me to uh, come on as a deputy and so I worked as a deputy for about a year and three or four months yeah before Rex finally came knocking um, (laughs) you know I told the story the other day it was kind of odd that um, I'd rode out with a bunch of guys from Decatur and got to know them pretty well Uh just fell in love with the city yeah and Rex came by the house one day I was getting ready to go work at the deputy and Rex said hey um, do you want a job and I said, well, yeah, you know, if you got one, I'd yeah. love to. He said, all right, well, come on up to the PD, which was, you know, right here just around the corner. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Our old PD. I always forget that. <laughs> yeah. And so we go into his office, and he sits down, and he says, hang on a minute, and he starts dialing the phone. Oh, I'm like, no. Well, that's kind of odd. And I hear Doug Whitehead answer the voice. Oh, no. <laughs> and he tells Doug, hey. I'm taking your boy. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is the oddest two-week notice that I pretty well ever gave in my life. That is um, funny. I can only imagine Whitehead's response. Yeah. Well, you know, and Doug, colorful, he, just, I'm sure. he was colorful about it. But you know what? He told Rex, he yeah. said, hey, he said, I figured it was going to happen. It'll make you a good hand. And that was it. And so wow. then a few weeks later, I started at the PD and uh-huh. um, worked my way up. Um, just a patrolman, uh, sergeant. Lieutenant, uh-huh. Captain, um, and now as Chief. So is that something you always, is the police chief position something you always aspired to? Yeah, you know what, at first I always, um, my original plans was come to Decatur mm-hmm. because I knew growth was about to happen. Yeah. And obviously there was that little recession where it set some things back. But after a short time, I always thought, you know what, maybe one day if I could just outlast Rex, that might be an option. Um, but you know, I kind of figured, hey, he may never retire. I was gonna say, you didn't yeah. know that was gonna be such a tough task though, right. to outlast him. Yeah, 37 years as chief, and who knows, you know, he could have went several more, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was something that I kind of aspired to, mm-hmm. to maybe do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been fortunate to uh, be able to go to a lot of training in schools and things like sure. that. And, and just learn a lot from Rex as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is what is it like to follow Rex and, you know, someone that had been in that position for over three decades? Yeah, you know, that's the hard part is because um, Rex, I mean, when he started in the department, it's like a four or five man department. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're up to 25 sworn officers now. Oh, wow. And so, you know, it's, it's really tough because we've always done it. it Rex is there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it would be a Saturday or Sunday and 
Rex is there. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's always there. And a few things now, you know, we've had a few guys call and say they're sick or whatever, and they'll call me. And I'm thinking, man, I need to call and let Rex know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't have to do that now. And so it, it's, it is tough because everybody yeah. knows Rex. Mm -hmm. If you say Rex, everybody knows him. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, he is a legend as far as when it comes to police chiefs. Mm -hmm. um, we've had guys that get pulled over um, that pass through, and they ask. Oh, is Rex still the chief? <laughs> um, or we go somewhere, is Rex still the chief? Yeah. And so it's tough um, yeah. I bet. because he, he is a legend yeah. in, his, in, in that world and they all know it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bet so. Well, you mentioned a while ago that, you know, Decatur PD was always appealing to you because the knowledge that the community would grow and things like that. Um, what are some of the challenges that you anticipate um, or things the department may face. Obviously, the department's already grown a lot, but as the community continues to grow and, and you're in this position, what are some of the challenges you anticipate related well, to that? We are, we're starting to see a bunch of those now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some of the big issues that are going to face us, personnel-wise, um, is we're still having to compete with the Metroplex departments mm -hmm. as it relates to pay um, and things along those lines. Yeah. Um, guys can live up here relatively um, you know, inexpensive. Mm -hmm. But you can drive 30, 40 minutes to agencies just there on the outskirts of the department or the Metroplex mm -hmm. and you can make fifteen dollars to $20,000 more a year right. starting out. And so those are challenges, obviously, that we're going to have to deal with. And so we, we've got to look um, not only as a department, but also as a city, is, you know, how can we make ourselves um, more, you know, just want people to be here. Mm -hmm. um, we've got to find some other ways of uh, kind of doing that and just mm -hmm. making it where... Uh, Decatur PD is some place that people want to come and work. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of that um, is the family atmosphere, yeah. Um, which obviously Rex, that was a big thing for him. Mm -hmm. um, and so making sure that that's there. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's really, a lot of it's pay. Mm -hmm. um, but we're already starting to see the, the shift in some of the crimes and things that we hadn't seen previously. Um, maybe in the past two or three years, mm -hmm. um, we're seeing different criminals that we had never seen before. Hmm. Um, and that relates to the different types of drugs um, that we've been getting. Um, hmm. Obviously, 287 is a huge corridor for drug mm -hmm. trafficking. Mm -hmm. um, and we see that you know, with all the different arrests and things that the county and DPS and you know, that we even make. And so yeah. those, are, those are big issues that previously we haven't really had to deal with, mm -hmm. um, not on the scale that we are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are the, um, what are some you know I know that the, the department in the past couple of years has really focused on, some on the community policing mm -hmm. and you know what are some uh, next steps do you see in that regard and yeah you know we've um, we've made a commitment um, several years back uh, when we initially started you know with our explorer programs mm -hmm. um, that's been probably 15 years ago and then we started with our citizens police academies. And then we got into the citizens on patrol. Mm -hmm. Those things are things that we really need to continue, um, and we got to push that. We got a very good group of citizens right now mm -hmm. who are really proactive. Um, obviously, with the COVID stuff, we kind of shut them down a little bit this mm -hmm. past summer, um, but they were out. They were out and about patrolling <laughs> almost every day um, once they got going. Yeah. I think the other day, um, Sergeant Gastineau, who oversees that program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he told me that from 
January to about March when we shut them down, and then we let them get back up again in, uh, I think it was about September. Yeah. So from September to December, those six months or so, about half a year, mm -hmm. um, they had already lodged or about six, 700 hours wow. of oh, wow. community hours um, <laughs> of coming in and helping out. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are the things I really want to keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah. For one, those are programs that I kind of started. Uh, so I have a heart for those things to begin sure. with. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I think we could do a lot more with our citizens mm -hmm. um, as far as just getting it, having them get involved with the police department. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, having people come up, visit with us. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. get, being a part of the um, Citizens Police Academies. It's a 12-week program. It's three hours every week. Mm -hmm. um, but it really does shed a light on exactly what we do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that is really a huge thing. Yeah. A lot of people, they just don't understand exactly what we do and how we operate. Right. And so by continuing that program, um, I think we could, we could make a big difference on mm -hmm. a lot of different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we have talked about maybe doing just a straight um, program in that and um, doing it for the Hispanic Academy. Mm -hmm. um, and have some of our Hispanic officers come in and be yeah. the instructors for that, mm -hmm. um, such as Daniel Sandante has been yeah. around for a while, yeah. Christina Schwab, you know, some of the, the local um, people, the mm -hmm. officers that have grown up here as well, mm -hmm. um, have them run that and allow them to do that. Um, we're kind of trying to get to there, um, but yeah. obviously with COVID, yeah. that continues to kind of damper some of our plans right. um, as it relates to some of our community um, programs. Mm -hmm. It's just curious, Devin, how has, you know, COVID and just how has that affected just the day-to-day -day operations in the department? Yeah, you know, it's crazy because now, you know, the first thing when you get there every morning, you, you check your temperature. Yeah. Um, that's not a normal routine for <laughs> no. us. No. You know, it's no. to come in every day and, yeah. and check your temperature. And log it, yeah. yeah. Um, and constant hand washing and, you know, using hand sanitizer and, Mm -hmm. um, just the things that you know have come along since then it, it's just it, it's way different mm -hmm. and it's put a strain on a lot of the stuff that we would love to do you know like this past year we had to cancel our scholarship um, back to blue golf yeah. tournament mm -hmm. um, and so you know we've had to push our citizens programs um, we also missed out this past year on our uh, kids summer program that mm -hmm. we do this summer with the PD and so those things like that have really just they've kind of put a damper on a lot of our stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but our officers have been very diligent every day coming in, doing their temperatures. Uh, we've got one officer that is trained. We have a fogging machine yeah. um, and we have him go through weekly mm -hmm. and he fogs the department. Yeah. And so all of those things, I mean, it's just different. Mm -hmm. um, wearing our mask on traffic stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, used to, we were always worried about getting out of the car, putting on a traffic vest. Right. You, know, you got to put yeah. a traffic vest and, and a face mask. Yeah. 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 And so just those little things that it just, it's now it's kind of becoming second nature for us. Mm -hmm. um, but in the beginning, it was really, really tough of just trying to figure out how we were going to get through this. Mm -hmm. And so many times we're coming in contact with people and we have no clue. Yeah. Right. And so that's that's kind of the scary part mm -hmm. um, is a lot of times we just don't know. Yeah. And it, it's tough on our guys, mm -hmm. but they, they've done a very good job this past year. And, um, you know, even in a year where you'd think because a lot of people were at home and things like that, our stats have actually increased oh, in wow. almost every single category this past year. Hmm. 
And so that was kind of an odd thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see if that anything is it relates to COVID mm -hmm. or if that's just a sign of the growth and everything else that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, but our stats, the crime stats are just out the roof this year. That's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, I figured it might be reduced, or at least certain categories might be somewhat reduced. Yeah, no, and I mean, but, and huh. the only reason why is, is that even like at the beginning of the year, some uh -huh. of the stats, I mean, we were already way over. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things, our sexual assaults this past year really? um, were way up. Mm. And in the month huh. of January alone, I think we had like six last year. Oh my oh, gosh. gosh. And that was even before COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things, the trends that I really want to watch over the next mm -hmm. few years mm -hmm. um, and even the next six, eight months is just to see if, if that is a COVID thing or if it is yeah. directly related to the growth and everything else that we're experiencing within the county and in the city. Mm -hmm. Well, I know um, sometimes you hear people kind of joking about this, but it's, def it's not funny because it is a serious problem. Um, have you seen an increase here in like domestic violence calls during the pandemic as more people are at home together for multiple hours and under stress and stress? Yeah, and obviously that happens. Mm -hmm. um, anytime you get people cooped up together <laughs> yeah. for extended periods, um, patience and everything else mm -hmm. runs really thin at, at some point. Sure. And we have seen an uptick in that. Um, also, you know, the other thing we have seen an uptick in is the... Um, um, child abuse cases and everything mm -hmm. else. Yeah. And we're extremely fortunate that we have the uh, Child Advocacy Center here now, mm -hmm. and we work very closely with them. Um, and the numbers and stuff that they're seeing, it's, it has really increased. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, once again, whether it's COVID related or if it's some of the things that are just because of growth. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but either way, um, they're here, mm -hmm. and I don't think we're going to see them be going down, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about some of the initiatives that are already in place, you know, that you hope to continue. Do you have any new things in mind that, you're, that you plan to start that you're ready to talk about yet? Or? Um, well, you know, we've got some uh, um, Michael Dobons is mm -hmm. coming on board. Um, he's going to be our captain. Okay. Um, he's he's going to bring a lot to the department, mm -hmm. um, and I think um, once we can get everybody here, yeah, um, his mm -hmm. official day starting day was today, <laughs> um, and so once we officially get everybody going, sure, um, there's going to be a little bit of rebranding and some different looks uh -huh. um, that we're going to be doing. Um, one of the things we're going to look at are, are strapping on our vehicles yeah mm -hmm. um, and kind of look at doing some different things with that uh -huh. um, but you know we're all we're always looking to do different things within the community mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's where we're going to try to start working on a couple ideas and kind of see where we can go with that just to get more involvement yeah uh, with the community mm -hmm. um, obviously mm -hmm. the downtown area is growing mm -hmm. um, and so some of the things that we've kind of looked at is maybe looking at bringing back part of the back patrol mm -hmm. um, or something yeah. like that that we once mm -hmm. had. Um, some of that's just dependent on personnel and staffing. Right. Because um, for previously, when we've done that from personal experience, um, being on a bike, um, <laughs> it, you've got to be able to have those officers out yeah. um, and not be able to have them take calls and things like that. Yeah. So, um, something like that um, we're really looking at doing just because our downtown is such, you know, mm -hmm. a, a highly visited area now, mm -hmm. which is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, you know, Frida Davis and, you know, everything she's doing on the main street mm -hmm. is phenomenal, is getting these businesses and 
um, everything up and going. And so, mm -hmm. um, but that is something being able to interact with our downtown mm -hmm. is, is going to be a big, a big thing going forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, is there any, we've talked about a lot of different things. Is there anything in particular that you're most looking forward to as you take over this role? And You know, I, I'm just super excited. Uh -huh. I love Decatur. Um, I love everything about the city. Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, I, I didn't grow up here. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up a little farther north, <laughs> up in Bowie, but I will tell you, as long as I've been here, I love Decatur. Uh -huh. um, there is, you know, it, there's just something about Decatur, yeah. the people of Decatur, uh, just the people in the county as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's really not much like it. And so I am super excited to be here and have this opportunity. And, um, you know, I just want people, if they have issues, come up, visit with us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let's talk about them, let's sit down, let's see what we can do. Yeah. Um, because there's always, everybody can improve. <laughs> and so that's the biggest thing is I just want everybody to understand, look, we can all improve in all different facets mm -hmm. of our life or in our day-to-day, -day, our jobs, whatever, <laughs> and just come up, let's talk them out, let's see what we can do. Sure. Um, and let's, let's make Decatur even better. Um, one of the things we're really striving for is um, excellence in policing. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be perfect. Yeah. Right. Um, but you can strive for excellence. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're looking to do is striving for excellence. Yeah. Well, I know we've always enjoyed working with you and with the rest of the officers there at the PD and certainly appreciate the way that you guys have always worked with us. And we look forward to continuing that. And we appreciate you joining us today. It's been appreciate fun. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thanks. Thank you.